Let me start out by saying that I'm very pleased with the work that the city agencies did in regards to preparing their budgets, the thoroughness of what they submitted, and their clarity in regards to, to options and consequences. It, it uh, made a, a very difficult process uh, much more tolerable. Uh, the other thing I want to do is, is express a contradiction. Uh, am I pleased with the budget? Yes. Am I pleased with the budget? No. Uh, I'm pleased in the sense that I believe we've got the very best budget possible uh, subject to council review uh, under the circumstances. Um, this is out of the 17 budgets I've prepared, this one was clearly the most challenging and the most difficult. Uh, but then I'm not pleased. I'm not pleased because of the crisis that we're in in state government. I'm not pleased because we cannot make appropriate investments in human capacity and in infrastructure, which will clearly pay off for Madison and Dane County and the state of Wisconsin in the coming decades. There has to be an ability for government to partner with the private sector in creating a robust and healthy economy. And uh, present statutes and regulations beyond our control uh, do not allow that. That is, that is unfortunate and, and sad um, given the spirit of the people of Madison and a desire to uh, see that everyone reaches their full potential and their ability to contribute to our economy, to contribute to our quality of life, uh, contribute in terms of sharing their own skills and assets with, with the larger community. And that will never be broken, that we will never lose, uh, regardless of the short-sightedness and the lack of understanding on the part of others. Um, there are uh, some real challenges that we were presented, and they go back over a period of time. But before we do that, I just want to uh, point out that we used 2010 as a base year to see how various city agencies uh, were doing, what the costs were on a percentage basis. We used 2010 as a base year because of two very significant uh, events. One is that is when the city's switch uh, in regards to the management of overture occurred. And secondly, that is the first, or I should say the last full budget that we operated on before the enactment of Act 10. If you look at that chart, um, you'll see that there's two very dramatic bars that are significantly higher than others. One is the cost of Metro Transit. And that cost is a result of, of two phenomenon. One is an increase uh, in, in fuel costs, but more importantly, it reflects a lack of support on the part of the state of Wisconsin, a decline in support from the state and the federal government. And so we were faced with a tough choice, 
in regards to continuing Metro services or curtailing them. Metro will be asked uh, to make some adjustments, which I'll get to later, but it reflects uh, the largest single percentage expenditure in the budget over the last uh, four years, and that is critical to households with limited incomes. The second significant increase you can see is, is debt service. Uh, the one silver lining is that if we hadn't made continual adjustments and continual improvements in the capital budget over the last several years, that line would probably be uh, as high as the transit line. At this time, I'd just like to say that uh, I'm really appreciative of the work that the Board of Estimates and the Council has done to date on the capital budget, and, and I hope uh, that what we've got at this point uh, is, is very close to what will be adopted. The other line that's of interest here is, is overture. And you'll see there that um, Overture is now really brought into line with other city agencies, or with the city agencies. Um, you see the uh, increases, what they would have been, and this is a net, mind you, because it reflects not just the city contribution, but it also reflects the change in structure regarding the payments in lieu of taxes. Um, but, but Overture now, our obligation to Overture is pretty much in line with other city agencies. You'll see there that there's a couple of bars that actually show declines. Uh, one of them is our park system, and the other is, is state aids, uh, which, which have not kept up uh, with, with the increases, which show up, excuse me, in the, in the uh, slightly higher than norm in regards to the property tax levy, which uh, is, is a bit over 10%, uh, which is close to uh, what we have spent uh, on, on public safety, police, and fire. Uh, you also notice one of the higher uh, commitments there that we've made over the recent years is the public library. And that's one that will probably begin to even out in time, but it reflects our, our commitment to a new public library, a public library that truly reflects the future of our community. All right, this budget principally, with, with just a couple of exceptions, maintains existing services from last year and in certain areas responds to critical needs in regards to growing neighborhoods and our desire to close the disparity gap in so many areas. Um, let me, let me speak about how we got there. Uh, we came into office, and I'm speaking about over half the council and myself, in the spring of 2011, uh, with Act 10 over our heads, as well as some labor negotiation contracts that had been uh, adopted that spring. We then had a series of meetings with bargaining units in 2011 and 2012. And we pointed out that we had serious problems coming. Most likely the most critical year would be 2014, which has unfortunately turned out to be true. 
and we asked for certain adjustments. We didn't ask for all the adjustments that we forecasted because we didn't know exactly where we would be in 2014. So in return, what we got was an uh, agreement with virtually all the bargaining units that provided equity and treatment, and I'll get to that in a second, provided equity and treatment for the public employees, and it resulted in a commitment on our part that there'd be no service reductions, which consequently meant no layoffs and no furloughs, and we kept that commitment. Now, in regards to uh, the equity, Act 10, because of its treatment of different groups of employees in a different manner, left us with unequal responsibility financially. Certain groups of employees felt different consequences from the requirements of payments for contributions to retirement and health insurance. That said, what we did is we tried to develop parity in terms of the impact among all of our city workers. And that's how we approached and entered um, this 2014 budget. We have the scheduled increases coming uh, based on what was negotiated in 2011. We had different agreements with different bargaining units. With some of the units, we are in a position to make a unilateral decision as to how much of those scheduled increases might go into effect. And where we have that authority, we've, we've exercised it uh, to, the, to, to, to a certain degree. Uh, with the units that we don't have the authority, and that's principally police, fire, and transit, we are in the process of labor negotiations, and we are discussing with them uh, a comparable uh, a comparable resolution to what's happened with everyone else. Locals 236, 60, uh, the laborers, and the various management groups. I've instructed those three respective departments to come up with alternates in case we do not reach a satisfactory resolution of this with the bargaining units. That means reductions of up to $300,000 in, in each one of those departments. And I'm leaving it for the department heads, the police chief, the fire chief, the manager of, of, of uh, Metro, to make recommendations to the city council and myself as to how uh, that is to be handled. Uh, I cannot predict between now and uh, the end of the year how this is going to be resolved, uh, but, but hopefully uh, my goal is no layoffs, no service cuts, no reductions in uh, what we do for the people that we serve. Uh, overture. Uh, I had a meeting last week 
with the director of Overture and a couple of the board members, and they indicated uh, that they considered the recommendation of 1.45 million as contained in this budget uh, to be satisfactory and not to create the kind of stress that it uh, created last year, the recommendation created last year. In addition, I'm aware that uh, some members of the council would like to in increase the amount of money to Overture uh, by as much as another $150,000. I know that would please Overture. And um, I, 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 I can live with it if, if the financing is such that we do not go into borrowed funds, we do not play a shell game to use borrowed funds, we do not use reserves or in any way anything other than a steady source of city operating dollars for that venture. Um, I do know that Overture would be pleased with an additional 150000 That goes without saying. Um, I've done my best uh, to ensure that there's no structural deficit in either this budget or leading into the 2015 budget. Um, we, we have some real challenges in terms of continuing operations, and most of you are aware, over the years I've made it very clear that we should not use one-time revenues for continual operations of city government. And in addition, we should not use reserves for continual operations. Because of some nice things that have occurred, uh, including higher than expected revenues from building and building permits, we do have uh, a modest excess in reserves. And um, I went through a great deal of consideration and thought about whether or not to use them. Uh, short answer is, in some very selected areas, we will use some of these reserves. The reserves are going to be used in all but one case for one-time expenditures. Um, this has to deal with some studies, particularly related to how we fund our nonprofits and work with our nonprofit uh, partners. I really want to see the process changed. Council members have made it clear that they want to see the process changed. But it's also clear that we have to change more than the process. We have to change the results. We need greater alignment in those five critical areas, quality child care, health care, transportation, housing, and the education and job training component. And so I'm hoping that we can go into this area, work with our nonprofit partners, and get some outcomes that really get our funds focused uh, to significantly changing people's lives. Last couple of weeks, we had a good deal of attention focused on one household of 10 people. 
They were very visible. There are 76 other families just like them. 76. In addition, there are even more families who are in housing, but just because they're in housing and not on the street doesn't mean we have addressed the needs to support them becoming contributors to our community. This is very complicated stuff, and we've got to get it right. A second area uh, where I'm using reserves is for elections. Next year, 2014, we have, in effect, a double set of elections. And that costs almost twice as much money. We want to continue to make sure that elections are fair and every eligible voter uh, has an opportunity to participate. We're going to use reserves there because we are anticipating that the following year and the year after that will be a sequence of events where, first, we won't have elections, uh, as many elections, and then we should see significant increases. When I say significant, uh, I'll come back to defining that in a second. We should see significant increases in property tax revenues from all the new construction that's coming online. So I anticipate that when we get to 2016 uh, and 15, we should be able to uh, fund the costs of elections without having to touch reserves. When I say significant, uh, sort of like what I, I said earlier about how I felt about the mixed feeling about the budget, It'll be significant in that it'll be one of the largest increases we've seen in, in a half a dozen years in regards to the property base, tax base. But unfortunately, let's not get our hopes up too high. Um, it's not going to be able to uh, in any way cover the loss of state aids, the loss of transit funding, and uh, the growing low-income population in the city of Madison. Uh, So let's let's just stop there then and take questions. Um, did I understand you right that you're going to change the way uh, community service organizations are funded? No. no. We are going to study how we do the funding. We're going to study the process, and we're going to analyze how we get the relationships in those five categories so we most effectively spend the money. My, my hope would be the day would come that in conjunction with such a study, we would see a significant increase in funding for these nonprofits uh, by the city, but more importantly by the nonprofit sector. Sir. Um, how exactly will this budget affect the city of Madison and as well as the safety um, in Madison as well? Well, hopefully there'll be no reduction uh, in regards to, to uh, commitments to public safety and to transportation uh, in, in the coming year. Um, it'll be a little difficult to tell precisely 
the, uh, the, what's going to happen until these labor issues are sorted out. But um, I think that it makes for, for a vibrant downtown, a vibrant campus area, and, and hopefully uh, we'll continue to see a very dynamic campus area because one of the things that we're covering in the, the capital budget as well is the rebuilding of the last two blocks of State Street in conjunction with what's going on uh, in Library Mall. You said last week that um, you, you had a little bit of money for the council to play with in the budget. How much money? Well, that kept changing by a few quarters every few days. Dave, are we, we still at about 300000 for the council to work with? Three hundred thousand for the council to work with. Mayor, is there a reason in particular besides just the large chunk of money that it is that you took library fund expenditures separate from everything else? Statutory. It's it's, it's statutory. We statute state statute requires the library be separate and technically. Uh, once the council adopts the library budget, the monies are in the control of the library board and they can do whatever they want with it. So if they want to do nothing but buy books and not pay the rent, technically they could do that and not pay the utility bills. There is no rent. Actually, there's some rents. That's it? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, thank you all very much. Um, if there's other questions, I'll be around for a few days here. Uh, we take this up on Monday and Tuesday. And, um, oh, this, you know, before you all run away, there's one more thing. We went through a process uh, mostly online. It's the third year that we've had uh, greater citizen involvement in terms of setting priorities. And I do want to say that that um, had, had a good deal to do with this budget, particularly the commitments that are made to various neighborhood activities and, 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 and support of uh, neighborhood centers uh, and agencies that, that serve neighborhoods. Okay, thank you.